0: Good morning, Contrarians. Thursday morning, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. 6.30 in the a.m. And stock futures are down a little bit after another day of major gains on Wall Street. We had the NASDAQ up about 4% yesterday with the other indexes adding about 2% or so. And it's not immediately clear what caused this rally. It seemed to intensify as Fed Chair Jay Powell was making his remarks after the Fed set interest rate policy, um, raising rates a, a quarter of a percent. And earlier in the day, we had some pr- productive um, reports out of Ukraine um, that Russia and Ukraine were making progress on their peace talks and apparently agreeing to a 15-point plan That would have Ukraine abandon any plans of joining NATO in exchange for security guarantees. But whatever the cause of this, this morning we have now stocks pairing the gains a little bit. Asia did close higher, but European indexes are now down a bit here in the U.S., we have um, major indexes down about, uh, you know, eight-tenths of a percent or so. Commodities are rallying again. WTI crude is up 5% to trade around $100 a barrel. Industrial commodities are up, again, with palladium and aluminum up 4% and 6% respectively. Precious metals are gaining as well. Gold, silver, platinum all, are all up. But nickel, which resumed trading today, promptly fell 8% and hit a new trading limit. Um This is after, of course, nickel was suspended for a couple of weeks back on March 8th. That was when they suspended it after nickel prices more than doubled in London trading. Bonds are selling off. The two-year yield is now up five basis points to 1.92%, and the 10-year up seven basis points to 2.16%. These are um the highest level we've seen in several years since before the pandemic. Cryptos are flat. Bitcoin is trading around 40600 So the Fed yesterday did basically what was expected, the 25 basis point increase. And they also penciled in rate hikes for each of their future meetings this year. So six in all and said that the balance sheet runoff could come at a coming meeting. Powell in his remarks hinted that would be May. And they also paired their outlook for growth. So none of that sounds particularly dovish. Which makes the rally um, that much more mystifying. One could surmise perhaps that it was Powell's comments about the head about how the Fed would be nimble if the data changed, or his assessment that there were not any particularly elevated chances of recession in the US in the next twelve months. All that seems to kind of uh, contradict each other. And indeed, as a political appointee, one would expect Powell to talk out of both sides of his mouth. So nothing major, uh, not a major surprise there. But uh, where today's data is concerned, uh, a couple things here to tell you about. We just had Eurozone CPI come in effectively as anticipated a tiny bit higher. Uh, show notes has these details. Not going to get into them. Bank of England decides on rate interest uh, and interest rates at eight o'clock. Um, the consensus is for the BOE to raise its benchmark rate twenty-five basis points, just like the Fed did yesterday. But they are one step ahead of the Fed. They um, they announced they did hikes at their last meeting a month ago. Um, then we have in the U the U.S. Census Bureau releases new residential construction data for January. I'm sorry, for February. This is out at 8.30, and there's a couple of metrics worth watching here. The the chief ones are new housing starts and the building permits, and these are the leading indicators for the U.S. real estate market, and that basically makes them leading indicators for the global economy because if Americans are buying homes, it means they have money or at least credit, and it also means that they have risk appetite. And if they buy homes, they're going to be buying other stuff, not just to furnish their homes, but other stuff usually that they don't even need. That is what Americans do. That has been propping up the global economy for some time. When they do that, it means factories in China have to churn out more stuff, which means that they have to order more raw materials from places like Brazil and, and the Middle East and anywhere else. So seen this way, housing starts and building permits are really the leading indicators for the global economy, and uh, that will be worth watching when it's out at 8 o'clock. The um, show notes tells you what to expect in terms of numbers, not worth getting into that because numbers don't really translate very well into audio, I have found. We have some earnings today as well. Warby Parker, the eyeglasses folks, and Dollar General are due to report, excuse me, before the open at 9.30 a.m. After the close, we will hear from FedEx and GameStop. Remember them? They'll report after the close. The bottom line. Well, there's a lot going on here. But one thing that has been removed was any uncertainty of Fed policy. Remember, just a couple of months ago, there was certainty or what seemed like certainty that the Fed will be raising rates aggressively at this meeting, a half of a percent, maybe even 75 basis points. Well, the Russia-Ukraine stuff kind of pared that down. And This is what we had. Now, this will remain until market forces lead Powell and Co. to to change their hand again. That is generally what they do. They will, of course, say it's all data dependent, but the main data is, of course, what happens in the markets. But the rally that we've seen this week in stocks remains a mystery. Maybe, just maybe, the most likely explanation is what our guest Brent Kochuba said last week. About this being short covering by options market makers, lack of any other explanation that seems the most likely one. you can go back and listen to that um, also, there is a new podcast that I posted yesterday, which is pretty interesting um, about with some interest with some stock picks um, so you can check that out, but will one think maybe investors are shrugging off. Russia, Ukraine, a little bit too quickly. Yeah, the peace negotiations were positive or appear to be moving in the right direction, but these things take time and involve many steps back as well as forward. And of course, the situation on the ground is quite perilous indeed. One thing that's certain is that these events have really forced humility onto market prognosticators, myself included, although I'm not a prognosticator, I just tell you what's going on. Which is a good thing because if I was a prognosticator, I obviously wouldn't be good at it. Maybe I could be my own contrarian indicator. Hmm. Anyway, just this, consider this a reminder of just how important it is to keep the contrarian view in mind even if you don't follow it or even put it into action. That's where we are today, this Thursday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Don't celebrate too hard. If you think the celebration is all about alcohol, maybe you should do a little more research on that. But that's none of my business. So I'll leave you with that today and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.